huh? Yeah, look. Feel me now. Gonna feel me now. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's stop it, Miss Kanitra. It's been a while, Miss Kanitra. It has been a while. I think about five months. Five months? Ain't been about five months? I don't know. We're in August. I have no idea. I don't remember. Uh, It hasn't been that long since that last time, that last conversation. Maybe three months. I got to look. Byron be busy. So the last time I was here was the last time uh, the last podcast when your friend was here when we had the fight. <laughs> I'm still going with Wayne Yerman. Oh my goodness! You don't stop. I love Lil Wayne. I don't, you know, I don't have no problems with him at all. It was March. Oh wow! Five months. Well, Damn, that's because this time months. is going so fast. We These days are flying. Season. Hey, I guess it's a new season. Man. We up there. Damn. That was a long so time. So we just started off. We back. You're going to film a podcast. Miss Kanitro with our, our gracious co-host. <laughs> beautiful co-host. Then we got the president who just <laughs> be inspicuous. <laughs> That's what Uh-oh. I'm talking about. He got, yeah, he got we, a mic. We, we need to hear you. We need to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I work with this man now. See this man. Right. I had to make an appointment just to see him. Oh it's wow! All time. <laughs> busy, busy, busy. Busy B, President Busy B. Where everybody been? It's been a while. I've been good for been the good. most part. I've been busy too. B, how you been? I've been all right. I I got I got a gun pulled out on me in front of me. Oh Lord. Why would yes. you tell people that? <laughs> Why, Why would you, tell you not have that? your ring off? Oh, you could tell them. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to edit that out. But, but, but tell them. I don't edit it out, but tell them come around here right now. Right. <laughs> Moroccan fucking world. Yeah. And then yesterday, the day before yesterday, he had a lady walking down the street. Naked? Half naked. I know who you're talking about. I saw. She was like, she hate your church MFers. You know? Not the church people. I hate y'all. I hate y'all church people. Well, how did how she know you was a church person? I just was quiet. She oh, okay. Over the fence. She came on the gun line. Yeah, she was like, "Boy, I spit on you." And I oh. Just kept getting into my gate and let it go. Wow. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Somebody spit on me. I'm about to piss out. Yeah, it's not gonna be nice. It's not. Spit. Spit is not. Mm. No. Unacceptable. This, this U.S. Highway 90 route. It's, it's quite interesting now. It is. From Dowman to, I'm going to say the Ray Avenue, it's, it, it has changed. <laughs> it used to be from, really from Dowman to Crowder. But it's, I don't want to say Dowman. We're just going to call the Spirit of Spirit from U-Haul <laughs> to the bridge. U-Haul look like it's cleaning up. No. Oh. I was over there with that boy on that job when you saw me. I saw something like Jesus Christ, no. But they say everybody got to make a living, right? Can't knock the hustle. Mm-hmm. People, people, people in New Orleans easy get mad about it, but I feel like honestly, it doesn't cause crime. Believe it or not, unless it's because it is a crime. It, no, it's a crime, <laughs> but it's not a violent crime. Uh, it's breaking the law. Depending on how you look at it, it's breaking the law. Because if everybody's 18 or older, they can sentence. But it's still a lot of abuse associated with it. I don't know, because I know I actually know one of the little pimps. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, And I look at him like, you a pimp? Like, but I, to each his own. I mean, you're a good individual if you could talk another individual out of selling themselves and you keep the money. 
Not them. You keep them. And so that's where the abuse comes How in. How is it abuse? It's, it's mental I, abuse. Uh, mental. You can call it that. It's mental. But you talk to some of them, they just like, they won't be saved. It's mental. It's emotional. It's it's abuse. We all make choices. True. But a lot of choices are based on past experiences, and which causes us to allow abuse in our lives. Kick it, no? So those young ladies... And men, because they got men selling their bodies too. I've never seen that. Oh yeah, try to go, try to go down. What? Yeah, to the auto parts place down here, behind that building. They say that's where the men get down there. What auto parts building? What is it? There's an auto shop. Yeah. What? What Dixie? Advance. Oh, that's right. This one, uh, other one by Dixie. They got an O'Reilly by Wayne Dixie. Or maybe it's O'Reilly. Is there a, a body shop across the street from O'Reilly? Yeah. So it's that one. Well, the school bus is B.S. Stevenson. The men go down there. That's ridiculous. Because my dad knows the guy who has the body shop. And he say, man, mm. them women be swinging in there a lot to go pick oh. up the men over there. Well, I never saw that. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen some interesting shit in the six world. I don't think they make it as... Men are not walking up chef to... Whatever, so they might hang out outside of the auto plug. I don't know what what's the call for it or how they're turning people on, but mm-hmm. I do know men are selling themselves on Chef as well. Believe me. I just don't see how anybody buy can buy anything <laughs> off of the highway. <laughs> First of all, you don't want a watermelon. I'm about to say that too. You don't want shrimp. But they're they not right, though. You don't want the baskets for Valentine's Day. I definitely don't want Day. the baskets. <laughs> I lost a relationship because of a basket. And you should have. As you should have. I was about 30. As you should have. She talked to me like a child, too. I didn't understand until I got old. I was down bad for that. I shouldn't have brought that I basket. I had somebody buy me one of those pre-Katrina. They always say the thought that count. Bullshit. What that little white boy say? Always? Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> I mean, man, it's the, uh, it's the thought that count. Like, nah, I was thinking I'd rather about you, you just so. not do anything. Go get a card and write something nice in it, as opposed to buying that bullshit. <laughs> what if it was something good in that? Uh, there's never anything good in those baskets. It could be some shelf. some Gucci guilty. They're not putting that shit on the side of the road. Everybody trying to make a living. They getting Dollar Tree stuff, putting <laughs> it in the basket. Not a Dollar Tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the last lady that brought me a basket, you heard me? From off the side of the it road? It definitely had no Dollar Tree shit in it. Well, she probably got that specially made. That one wasn't Fuck off the street. Fuck her now. It don't matter. Oh, see, you're not nice. But anyway. You are nice. Yeah, I, I, only thing I want to buy off a shelf is the watermelon, depending on how it look. Mm-hmm. And if it's real or not. Okay. Shrimp man, yeah. Good photographer. <laughs> but I, I just... With the, the how hot it's been, I don't understand. And people really like Right. They pull over. Yeah. And it's like it's no no law enforcement presence. I'm I'm not gonna say that. They don't they don't cater to it. Yeah, yeah, they don't. It's, and I get it. It's not a like you say, it's not a violent crime, so I think it's but I think they they, they should probably schedule raids or something, you know, every night, like how they do in other places, you know, here and there. Um but it's a travesty to ride up shelf. I hate when I happen to be on Louisa or something and just cross over the bridge, you know. Because if you try to get back on the interstate for Louisa. Yeah, I just be like, oh, my God, to see that stuff. And then I got my son in the car with me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not cool. Whatever you tell you, pull over, man. Shit. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> Hold on, man. That's my teacher right now. It's though. so unfortunate, <laughs> you know, to have to explain things or have certain conversations with children about inappropriate things you see. But. Yeah, some things. I mean, imagine you have your two-year-old daughter in the car and she's different. saying, Daddy, that lady have her drawers on. <laughs> now, that's different, but. Yeah. I think like a. 12-year-old and up. Oh, yeah. I could spend I mean, that conversation. Even younger than that these days. But it's still a sensitive... It depends on the child. 
You know what I mean? Well, my son, he's 13. Of course, I could tell him what they're doing. I don't care about that. I'm kidding. But it's still awkward as a mom. It would be different if he was in a car with his dad riding. But as a mom, to see a woman disrespecting herself like that, you know what I'm saying? That's horrible. But what's the difference from that than social media? It's really, it's really not. What do you mean? But I don't think women on social media are advertising. I'm selling this or that. Now maybe the OnlyFans or something. On what? On Twitter. Oh, I don't do Twitter, so I don't know. I show you some of these things on Twitter. I don't. Yeah, I'm not on. I mean, I'm on there, but I don't even know how to work Twitter. That's so embarrassing. But I really don't fool with Twitter at all. So with these. These type of things that we see, and I want both of you's perspective. Yeah, I say use, like I'm Italian, no use. (laughs) Use. Do you think it's it's something in the household that brought it there? Do you think it's a lack of love, lack of respect? Do you think it's one-parent household versus a two-parent household? What's your thoughts? think it just depends like we just finished saying I think it's an individual character type of situation there are children who come from two-parent households and perfect situations that just make bad choices and there are some people who come from terrible situations who make wonderful choices and change their lives I think that um it's definitely got something to do with mental definitely mental and chemical you know, um, to to feel that that's something that that's all you're worth. Me, me, yeah, you. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a loaded question, mm-hmm. but sometimes emotions can take you somewhere, and some people get stuck in emotions, and some people get stuck in the pimp pyramid. You know, like, you might have friends that say, look, girl, you're great, and they spend all this money, you ain't got to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we riding around, look, we having fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Then it's like, okay, well, then they bring you around the friends. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're going to be by the friend by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, well, you like, didn't you like them clothes? I mean, that's how we got the money. You know, it's just a simple little triangle pyramid that people have been playing. They play on us like that at work. You know, like they do a lot for you when you're new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to sucker you in. Yeah. This is the best this, job this, ever. This all you right. got to do and you're going to have this right. amount. But with that situation, it's kind of complex because I don't think these girls are really getting the money. So what is what satisfaction are they? And they definitely not getting clothes. Where are they wearing the clothes at? Yeah, but I think they, so, I think some of them getting the money. You think so? No, I know it's what you they think. They getting, getting the, the drugs. Money. You thinking of the two right here. No, they definitely got a pimp. Them two? Yeah, because the police told me that. Because every time I see up. them, like, they, now they, they stretch further because they right. go to the store where I go on Eastview. Mm-hmm. If I'm out at night, get some cigarettes, and I see them, so I I thought they didn't, you know, have a pimp because I'm like, y'all venture too far. Yeah, you know, there's one I'm limping, right? One of them is limping. The pimp one of them lost weight, too. The pimp beat up. <sighs> Crucial. That's what the police told me. Crucial. I was like, they ain't the twins no more. It's like one of them like crippled. She was like, yeah, the pimp beat up. So, yeah, y'all that, see that's what broke my heart. Nah. It's sad. I, I always, I joke about it, but I think it's serious. We had Similac. <laughs> they had infamous. They had infamous. I really, in my heart, Deep but down in I my don't heart, think that's it. I feel Shit. like something went having, wrong on the switch. They, but they, well, yeah. I definitely think something went wrong, but they've been having holes since the beginning. Yeah. Oh, well, time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had um, a lady, you know, what? Um, walk ons at on Padres uh-huh. in the side street. I think I won't say that's Rampart. Uh-huh. So, right there with Italian Pie, that was a brothel. Yeah. It was Madam. Um, the fucking lady name is. I'm gonna have to pull it up. She's a black lady. Oh. She had the hoes. I can believe And it. all the white people from the other side of the city would come mm-hmm. to this brothel and she got too big. Mm. So they shut her down. She she was a farmer. You know, whatever. Well, I'm gonna call her like my grandma called her strawberry. <laughs> my grandma used to say strawberries. She was a strawberry girl. 
and she stopped and opened this house and oh, they would just come in. Like, I read this story. Like, this shit was interesting. It seems like I've heard about that. I, I'm going to get her name. But but I know when I was little, I was a little girl. My grandmother used to live at the um, the YWCA on Tulane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her apartment used to be able to look over Tulane Avenue and the women used to be strolling. And me and my cousin were like, Grand, why them ladies keep walking? What they what they keep going through? My grandmother said, they selling their... <laughs> but when, how did it change from over there to over here? I don't know, but that's where they used to be right. on Tulane because my dad also had a, a car lot on Tulane Avenue. In that little, well, he had actually he had two, but the one that he used to have that was in the little triangle where, um, I think it might be kind of where Melba's is now, but it used to be kind of right there, and he used to have a trailer there, and they they used to come to ask him to use his trailer for their deals, and my mom was like, "You better, you better not." <laughs> Yeah, they wanted to use the trailer right quick. <laughs> but like, we're not going to be long. Yeah, I don't want to be part of it, but I don't... So, Tulane was heavy. Yeah. It's, still, it's still on Tulane. Oh, it is? Yeah, but you don't see them walking on Tulane. But... You do not. They got cell phones. I don't know, but you don't see... I'm always there. You don't see prostitutes. Like yet. Yeah, hell no. These girls on Chef are vicious. <sighs> yeah, it's a little different. Lulu White. Oh, okay. That was her name, Madam Lulu. But you know what? It's something how we we talking about this, and it's like, why are we talking about it? Because it is on our doorstep, right? Yeah, and we gotta live with it, right? Yeah, and but it's it's just like the gunshots, right? Mm-hmm. We immune to this shit. I'm not. Boy, no. they had a hundred of them yesterday. I don't know what they doing racing. I'm not. I told y'all they got a gun range out here. We okay. don't know about them. It's just outside. Maybe we need a gun range so they can practice. They got a gun range. You, people. You, you got, but that's the thing. Every night you hear it, but you see no reports of anybody being struck. So my grandmother is eight to seven. And she's like, baby, I don't want to come by your house. Y'all, y'all be shooting over that. And it make me feel bad. It does. I just had a conversation. You heard me on the phone with one of my old coworkers when I pulled up. She and I had been on the phone for almost two hours. And she lives in Metairie now, and she's from Uptown. And she's like, yeah, I don't even like to leave Metairie. And when I, you know, she was like, and oh, Lord, that East. Oh, my God. When I'm going out of town and I got to pass through the East, I just put my head down because it's just not the same. And it just looked like the wild, wild. I'm sitting up here like, well, maybe you should put your head up. Because it does not look like the wild wild. And, and, and if you're on the interstate, you damn sure don't see nothing bad. That you know? That's pissing me off with people it like does. the East, the East, the East. Because when you, if you won't go to statistics, I can't say that word. But if you really won't go down. I think you did good with uh, it. Because I'll be tearing it up. <laughs> I'll be tearing it up. But like if they really won't go down, this ain't the crime area. No. That good old French Quarter, that CBD, yeah. downtown on the, on the outskirts, reaching that seven wall. Not the good part of Sunwall, mm-hmm. but the beginning of Sunwall to the A-Wall, that's your problem. And the ninth wall. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. And something I seen Saturday that made me proud, shout out to Byron Cole for this one. <laughs> they had a fight at the Red Dress Run. Yeah. Oh, really? And I didn't hear about that. Yeah. They tore it down. But the news didn't broadcast it. Really? But when something happens at Bayou Classic or Essence, the first thing they say, first thing they do, major crews on the ground. But they tore it down on Bourbon Street side. Really? Yeah, in their dresses. It was men. <laughs> but to say that, I got a shout out to the, the all the stuff they was doing at the 50th anniversary in New York, and there was no violence. No violence for the hip hop. Yeah. Oh, hip hop. No okay, violence. eight hours. Oh, it was eight whole hours with no. That's good. It wasn't about us though. But when I was looking at YouTube, it was we wasn't in the front. <laughs> we was in the back of the stadium. Right. But that that's honest. No, no. So I asked, I, I posed that question <clears throat> about the the young ladies and transients uh-huh. or whatever they may be up there to ask you all this. If the parents are having friction in the household, uh-huh. so this is a two-part question. Is it better to stay for the sake of the kids 
No. And the second question is, does it, do the kids feel? The friction. Yes. Of course. I answer the question, no and of course. Can you elaborate? <laughs> I can. Can you elaborate? Well, the one Me? thing I can oh. say is children, sometimes, most of the time children know that shit wrong between the parents before the parents know something is wrong. Nine times out of ten. The things you're trying to shelter them for, they are very privy to. They are very aware of. They know when cheating is going on. They know when um, y'all have financial burdens or whatever. They feel the stress and attention between two adults not getting along. They see y'all don't sleep in the same room. They see y'all not talking to each other. They see y'all, you know what I'm saying? They see us not going places with one another. You know, they feel it. They know. And if it's toxic like that, I think it's better to, if y'all can't be mature adults and go to counseling or do what's necessary to try to work it out, it's definitely better to move on. Spread. Yeah. It's divine. Most what definitely. Now, not saying you can't uh. have the same responsibilities with your children, though. That still doesn't mean, okay, dad's not here or mom's or vice versa, because it could go either way. Split the time with the kids equally. Still be mature about things and be a part of the children's lives and be at all of their activities and do all the things. You know what I'm saying? But you don't have to be together to do that. Me, I I think we should take it day by day and second by second. But I don't have kids. And then when I got married, I was a little bit older, so I was able to work out some things. You know, so it's like, it's hard... Marriage is just hard, right. but I think you should be able to work it out. But sometimes you're not with the right person. Mm-hmm. And it's just like maybe you're trying to work it out, but just respecting that other person's space is real important to mm-hmm. let them, you know, you don't want to be a monster in their home and you don't want them to be a monster to you. But sometimes it just it just ain't the right fit. I think I think all marriages should stick together if they was built on the right thing. But if right. but if somebody trip out and go crazy, they really do need help. Right. You know. But for better yeah. or worse, through sickness and help. Yeah, better or worse, but not through abuse. Correct. And abuse can be different physically, forms, not physical, m- mentally, physical, physical, men- physical, <laughs> mental, emotional, spiritual, financial is many forms of abuse, and if you are not doing what needs to be done with both parties, then yeah, it, I got the I got a bounce. And I just I I, I don't know why that verbal shit is real. The verbal shit a motherfucker. Yeah. Because I keep telling people, you know That shit worse than the physical. Yeah, because it fucks with yeah. your mental. Right. It makes you feel like you really not shit. Right. And you hear it so much. Mm-hmm. It's like when a when a when a a father has a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're beautiful. You, a, you know, a father always tells his daughter she's beautiful. You, be, She believes that, right? Correct. Even if she's not mm-hmm. America made right. or whatever. So when you start hearing that shit, you ain't shit, you ain't shit, or you this, or you or that. if this is wrong and that is wrong from a man who's who, who you are looking at to love you, to protect you, to be your security... And he makes you feel like you are not beautiful or you are fat or you are not smart or you, you know, you're not doing your part or doing whatever and you're trying and vice versa. I'm not saying that men can be mentally abused because they most certainly can. You ain't shit. You ain't got no job. You ain't, you know, all of these things. Or your job ain't shit. Right. Those types of situations, you know, are not healthy environments for anyone, children or the person that you're involved with. It's just not cool, you know, so. And I say that because we, not just New Orleans, like Mm -hmm. across the the world, Mm -hmm. we have issues as people. Right. And I just think certain shit like that drive people to do what they do. On shelf. Yeah. Drive them to do drugs. Right. Then they get this thing, I don't give a fuck about nobody, so I'm going to go hurt somebody and harm somebody. I really think that the prostitution situation, in some instances, I think some of it is set up the way Byron was explaining it. Like, you know, because I, when I was at Xavier, there were, you know, like, there were girls who definitely were considering stripping. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a 
gateway to that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it probably was that, oh, you can make this money, blah, 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 get yourself through school, do this, do that. You know, it's an easy way to make money. And don't get me wrong, there are some women who probably choose that path and actually are your doctors now, mm-hmm. you know, because they've gotten their education and they did what they had to do to get there. However, I think that most of these girls that are out there, it is most certainly about what we say, the mental situation, probably on drugs, it's a way for them to get their drugs. You know what I'm saying? And if at the end of the night or even throughout the day, I can go have sex with somebody, get the money, bring it to him. He's going to give me my drugs. I'm going to get my fix. That's what's important to them. That is their goal, to get high. And that's it. So they don't care about their bodies or giving their bodies in order to receive what they're looking for. It'll be something different if these girls were out there selling their ass so that they could go make groceries and go feed their children. They probably don't even know where their fucking children are if they got them. <clears throat> you know somebody else probably has their children and that's just the reality most of the prostitutes like you're talking about that's like high class bitches that's gonna sit at the Ritz Carlton bar or the W <laughs> the bar Harris. or the uh, at Harris. Is it at Hotel Monteleon the, 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 the yeah, carousel, carousel bar. bar they're going there to sit cross their legs and wait on a man to you know, I see it, that's I, not these. I see it every week at Harris. Up, up I see it every week at Harris, and it, it, it blows my mind because oh, they're in there. If I'm driving, you know, I drop off at Harris Hotel, right, waiting for the next person, and I just observe everything. Yes, and I can point out to you, I call them call girls at that. point. Yeah, it's a, yeah, they're a little, they're a step above. But us, but I but I've honestly, in my nine years doing that, I have picked up a lot. Mm-hmm. From because I get the high rollers come in. Yeah, they highlight me on the side. Look, I got such and such flying in. Go pick up. They slide me my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm just performing a job, and right. I done had conversations with a few of them. And see, in those situations, those girls don't even really. They probably think they the man that his girlfriend or right. something. You know, they don't feel like that's what it is. But so I, it's different levels too. I had one like, like five you months know? ago who just basically told me like. I mean, this is five minutes of my life. Yeah. For X amount of dollars. Yeah. And she yeah. literally, I dropped, I picked up uh-huh. off of Canal and Camp, drove around the corner uh-huh. to the hotel. He told me, wait. I promise you, she was down there in 15 minutes. Wow. And she got in, she showed me the money because she took care of me. Right. You know? She like, just brought me to the um, airport. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I can believe it. I've had I've had a man to actually call me and offer me some money. I, wow. He had never been cursed out like that in his life. I can tell you that. What's the difference with that and the people like the ladies who follow the basketball stars around? The same thing. It's the same thing. Like it's I said, it's just different levels. It's different levels, you know. And like I said, they're not viewing themselves as prostitutes, you know, when they're doing that. But, I mean, it is a form of prostitution. Let's be real. But do you, you know, think- which I ain't gonna lie, those those skanks are actually they actually have goals right. to to marry these men. You know what I'm saying? These girls not worrying about marrying nobody on chef. Right. <sighs> Poor things. But it's still even with those women and to have those types of standards and morals. It's still something wrong mentally, you know, where you're value they're valuing something else. And you know what I'm saying? Not not all of them. We're not saying that all women that marry basketball players are who wanna date that type of man, you know. But most of them, their mama's taught them that shit. Yeah. Go do but, this, but you know get what? that, you know, be with this one, don't do this. Don't go making no babies unless he got this, you know, that situation. They make it hard on a on a brother making fifty thousand dollars or forty. Oh, they look at you like you ain't shit. Right, right. Well, it's true. Yeah, but I, I just had a conversation with my partner Toka, right? And I, a lot of this shit is men' fault. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you why. You take a woman, right? She makes eighteen. A man and a woman, they think they're in love, right? They have a baby, okay? Nine times out of ten, a man wind up not being shit. Not taking care of the kid. Or it's vice versa, right? Still growing. He, he's still he's growing. He's still growing. 
You know you don't grow until you're 20. I, I give it 29, Oh, I just saw something saying 43 for a man the other day. I was like, well, goddamn, this just going up and up and but up. We, they just give y'all all these we, excuses, we really, right? <laughs> we really tell women down because we come into their life, and this is not everybody, of course. Right. But we come into their life, and we make all kind of promises and shit. The, but the and then make the, all kind of problems. Yeah, the, <laughs> because the representative be good. Right. The, you you see the representative, mm-hmm. and she telling her, like, "Girl, this is really the one. He does this and he does that." Right. And then what you just said, he makes the problems. Right. So From you take that right. So now she 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 twenty seven right. He's gone. So now she had another kid. Or whatever. Cause somebody else can't make some promises. Right. But see, let me tell you about that. That's usually coming from daddy issues too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But because most women are in search of what they what they've lacked. And nine times out of ten, it is protection. Mm-hmm. Our our view of love is being protected. Yeah, and that, that is what we're love. looking for. That shouldn't be love. It shouldn't be, but that is what women are looking for. Not, and when I say protection, I'm not just talking about, oh, if somebody won't fight, and that's no. not what I mean. You know, you know head what I mean. Head of the household. And, and Ahead. They're looking for somebody to lead them. They're looking for someone to guide them, especially if they did not have that guidance from their father, you know? Mm. And, yeah. and, and let's be clear, just because a man is present as a father does not mean mm-hmm. that he has done the proper guidance. All right, so then. a girl is always, even a woman will become a girl again for the right man. You understand what I mean? Go- and let him lead. Googly eyes and shit. Yeah. But, but you don't have to be a girl to let a man lead. But you know what I'm yeah. saying is to let her guard down, to be all the way in. It's because they're looking for something. And most of the time, not saying you're looking for a father figure, but you're definitely looking for a provider, a protector, and all of those, you know, qualities. And most men, not all of them, some of them, you know, from the jump, they ain't shit. But some men will come and make it seem like that's a possibility. And then that's that's the eagerness coming in. Oh, he's interested. He's listening. He's this. He's thoughtful. He's considerate. He's... He can communicate. Lord, if they can communicate, help me. Everybody say that. Because most men don't talk. It depends if I like it or not. So if you find those qualities and, Lord, my my tire needs air and I just mentioned it and he's like, where are you right away? As opposed to, oh, go on shelf and go get, get you. They're going to feel it for you. They got five tire shops on shelf. <laughs> One by the There's goose. There's a difference. <laughs> so if you've had a man that's always told you, go on chef, as opposed to stop where you are right now, I'm coming to you. There's a difference. So those girls that are out there never had a man that came to them. I don't know. I think they might have more good dudes come at them than bad. What do I mean, but... Because dudes... And, dudes... And, oh, and then we didn't touch on this before. I don't want to miss this point. Some of the men that they may have had come to them probably did something with them inappropriate. Okay, too. but you got a lot They've of They've been dudes... touched, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's another reason for that yeah. situation. I hope... I'm... Being violated definitely yeah. makes you promiscuous. So that's Come another... Yeah, them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... That. Yeah, so that's another... But that's right. also got to do with the mental part, you yeah. know. But as I'm sure every day they got a dude out there like, ooh, she bad. I, I, and I try to go change her and be like, I'm a good dude. So why him. would you need to change her when they have perfectly good women who haven't been selling their bodies? Because they can't recognize it. Who can't recognize it? I mean, some them? of the dudes, they just fall in love and they see... Fall in they love see what with they a think. thought walking up chef yes. with her drawers on. Plenty of dudes go to strip club. Boy, that's disrespectful. Good thing it ain't it ain't a hundred outside. Bowing outside last night. Oh, this. First of all, my air never got below seventy degrees all fucking night long. Last when night? I woke up this morning, it was seventy degrees in the house. I don't even try no more. So I just keep it at seventy eight. 
Oh no, it's seventy eight. That's too hot. In the daytime. In the daytime, yeah, that's what I put it on. In the in the daytime, I leave it at seventy eight, seventy nine. Really. Be there. When I'm going to bed, no. That they gonna kill that fucking AC. And when I'm going to bed, I gotta push it down. Yeah, because it's cool. It can handle that after. And, right? Yeah. yeah but it only... Yeah. I just told my girlfriend, and she was like, girl, I've been putting it on 50. I said, bitch, you trying to break your damn air condition. She said, well, I didn't know. I said, it's never going to reach that. You're going to keep it, make it work, 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 that it, it's never going to reach it. When that started, is it just real hot? Now? It's even at night. I'm telling you, I've never been in my house and it been 70 degrees at night. So, never. What this I know, shit is ridiculous. We had it before. And I can't be under 67. For real? And be comfortable. I cannot. Boy. Oh, you need so, to be under 67? I have to be at 67 to be comfortable. Yeah. Or if not, I'm go- I'm fucking waking up. I woke up three fucking times last night. I was like, but I never got up to it check co- the air. convulsions, huh? But I was like, what the fuck? Like, like so my body knows. The, the unit is, is, is really like working. In the daytime, that's yeah. why they like keep it on 79, 78. That's why I keep it at, yeah. So you should drop it like 9 30 at night. That's what and I late. That's what I've been well, doing. Well, I usually do it about 7 30. And believe it or not, 79 in the daytime, believe it or not, it's not that hot in your house. It's not hot. Put not some if, fans if on. You're not, if, you're if you're not moving around. around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you, if you yeah. being still, it still will feel cooler in your house than it is outside. When, when I came in the house and it was on 79, it, was it cool. felt like it was freezing yeah, yeah, yeah. coming from 103. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. but if you in yeah. there long enough and you better not start working with no pots or nothing. Yeah, I just keep the fans on. pots, baby. Well, 79 is hot as hell. I cut a yard And they say make sure you don't wash clothes or anything. Yeah. From like 2 to 7. Really? Yeah, because yeah, that's the peak of it. Three o'clock is really the peak. Three to seven, but what that do? Warm your house up? Huh? <laughs> you make that bitch even hotter. Yeah, it make the unit work harder. It, it, but even the energy we're trying to wash clothes or mm. use the dryer is messing with your energy. So two to seven, you can't really wash no clothes or nothing either. I was trying to understand energy bills. Like when you use a lot of stuff together, it brings your bill up. It's weird. Because they can't really charge you. If you look at your usage, it don't be a lot. Right. No, your usage ain't a lot, yeah. but the, re- the, the recovery the, fee, the, yeah. the um, the gas in, the gas charge, not the gas, not the regular gas, but like the yeah. fuel and purchase costs, uh-huh. that'd be like $100. They got but, me scared telling me my bill, somebody in 11 days, my shit already uh, at 149 or something. Man, they can tell you I that. Oh, on your on the app. Or whatever. Yeah, on the app, it'll tell you, you how much you've been using and what you projected, what your bill is projected to be. I just paid three hundred three. Like, oh my god! I'm 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 happy with the three hundred three. Three hundred three here, three hundred three there. You know. I just I just want I just want my dog to come back so the gas could go low and the fuel and purchase costs could go down. But I'm gonna need that long. The man that got indicted eighty one times. Oh yeah. Who you? Who who Uncle oh, Uncle Uncle D? Oh, shit. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about that. Hey man, y'all talk. Hey y'all, call it what y'all want. My four one K looked the good when he was in there. My shit looked horrible. I now. bet they got more money in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't live in. How much? Hawaii. How much? How much? Joseph gave seven hundred. Seven hundred. <laughs> so Miss Miss Kanitra. Yeah. We talked all this good stuff. Let's 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 get into what I really came to talk about. What you got going on? I know last year you did you did it big at McDonald's thirty five. <laughs> hater, hater. The the new thirty five where they don't take a test. Hopefully they get back to that. I promise you they not. There's not the pathogs over there. But anyway, I promise you they more than likely will. So. You did just some of that McDonald's thirty five. Yes, I did one and, at thirty five. I did one at. She didn't even let me get the. Oh, and then you did you a summit. No, because I was about to say, then you did a summit at. Oh, you waiting on me? Yes. Now? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot today with that school. It was a middle school across no? the river. Oh, and then I'm about to say no. So. We did say no to. Um, yeah. And for those who don't know, the summit with Miss Kanitra, she, the one I attended, the one I attended was at. 35. The one you were a part of. You didn't just attend. Yes, well, actually, I, you did because you didn't say shit. The one I was a part of. Can you believe he didn't say one word at the summit? Yeah. 
Because really? they're all the famous people up there. You know, I'll be wanting to interact with the famous, famous people because, you know, they think they, you know, their stories is better than you other people's stories. I <clears throat> not me, brother. I'll just be, you know, you being... You were a being... panelist. You were supposed to be interactive, sir. You're right. Next time I will. Mm-hmm. But she, she, the way they set it up, and I'm going to say she, and I'm sorry if I'm leaving anybody else out because I only know Kenitra and Ms. Dupree. But Kenitra, the way she set it up, it was like, it was real interesting. And one of those children posed a question that I thought was the best question I heard towards the end. Which one? Do relationships affect your mental health? Yes. Yeah. Just for them to be on it, to think like that. Mm-hmm. Besides all the, when you come and fix my cable type shit. So they was doing that. <laughs> but it was it was real. Yeah, the police chief there. He had a few prominent... And when I don't want to say famous people, but professional people, just to show these kids that it's okay to have a regular job and be a regular person and right. have nice things or dress nice, you know. So I liked it. I really did. I wish, honestly, it could be like a Stan Schofield thing. You go to every school. Well, that's what that's the goal, and that's what we're but trying I'm, to do this I, year. I know it's hard because we have all these parish schools, then we have charter schools, then we have this school, and yeah. so. Yeah, but we're 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 connected with Inspire because that's who you know we already were working with last year. This year we got Kip on board, so um, yeah, we we're gonna knock them out. We're going to all the schools we possibly can at least once a month, if not twice. I go every week if we need to because well not to say if we need to because we definitely need to but if we can we'll go every every week to at least one school um because uh these kids have to know that somebody cares that part and um that they have community and they have to know that there are resources which is what we try to give them at the end letting them know that it's not just this is it. This is the end of the conversation. We talked about, you know, your issues or things that's going on in the city and then that's it. No, we want to know what the next steps are. So we're giving them resources and tools, you know, hotlines and counselors and information to reach out, um, even surveys after to let us know how we can improve or what else they want to see, what's next, you know, so... One child at a time. One school at a time. And one thing I, I also like, um, the guy from Partners in Crime, I be getting him confused, the, the tall one with the dread. Walter. Kangle. Kangle Slim. So he spoke about, he was speaking to the kids about him losing his kid mm-hmm. and how he lost his kid. Right. And that was like, that kind of like, it was a touching story, but it's, I want to say inspirational. Mm-hmm. You got me out, B? No, I wonder. Oh, um, that was some tough shit. But yeah. for him to really come there and explain to these children how easy shit happened, mm-hmm. like I won't sit down with dude, like really, and and talk to him just to see how he just dealt with the whole grief yeah. situation. And I think that in actuality, like talking and having the summit and him getting an opportunity to get something, because it was kind of fresh. It's still not. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long ago. So um, I think that actually was therapy for him, having to, you know, being able to uh, tell the story and to have children to listen and realize that, you know, when you get into these beefs or having these issues or doing the things that y'all are doing, which is something that I've been trying to say a long time, a long time, since 2002 when my ex-husband was shot. It does not only affect the person that you kill or that it you It affects shoot. the family. It affects their entire family, you know, and that's important. So, um, yeah, his story was very, very um, touching. I think the children really related to it. Um, you know, everybody knows somebody that then got killed. You know, everybody. And that's a sad, sad reality that we, ha- we that, live in a not world. Not die. No, not die. Kill has been killed or at least shot, you know, that, that is reality, you know, and that's horrific. We shouldn't live in a world where, where that's our reality. You mean New Orleans world, right? No, I mean all no, because you could go to Mississippi, you go yeah. to Georgia, you yeah, go to in the hood, in the hood, though. But no, that's people. 
not just in the hood. I mean, it happens everywhere. I, I don't know. that only New Orleans shit. Well, I don't know. I knew. I know at least ten people mm-hmm. before I made twenty five. Right. That was close to me that got murdered. Right. That is but like this different. Was, this was where you was at though. When you, so trust me, up in New York. Oh yeah. In the nineties. Come and on. And they, they don't shoot you. They they jug you over there. Yeah, in Georgia. I mean, everywhere. This is this is universal. This is not yeah. a you city think it's a, You think it's a black thing? It's a metropolitan thing. You think people... I don't see it. It's a metropolitan thing. What don't you see? I don't see... Black, white, other, other cultures... I do. Doing with as much as we see it as not like, like us. But but you, you have to look at it like this, too. You're, you're in the... Predominantly black metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. So when you turn on the news, that's what you see. But when I went to Texas, when I lived in Texas, I seen that shit from other races because you have everything out there. Remember, state of Texas might have yeah, thirty Mexicans million people. Definitely have not. Is that the politically correct thing to say? Latin Americans. Uh, Latin Americans. I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, they did. The yeah. Other, but they definitely have a lot of crime the, as the, far as killings. The Caucasians too. That. Now I'm gonna say I don't know about Caucasians, but I do know that their their deaths are because of something else. Drug, you know, like ODs, you know. So everybody got something, and it's a community thing. Whether it's drugs, whether it's actually shooting, whether it's you know that shit out there, it's all crime and it's all a problem, and it all starts with mental. Physical, spiritual, emotional abuse, having issues. And when I say chemical, that comes from the drug and it comes from bloodline, whether it's alcohol, drugs, whatever. But everybody is is things that we are dealing with as a community, black, white, Latino, whatever. Hispanics, it's a problem. And... It could be a black thing. I'm more concerned about our community than any other, you know. But I mean, I want to see good in the world. Yeah. But I'm gonna start in my community first, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to white schools. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't know. You know what I, mean? I didn't. I don't. I don't know yeah. other cultures. I just know. Yeah, me. Either. I know it is. I know it wasn't. It shouldn't be the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that wasn't the norm. I grew up in the Lord below the canal. Where you grew up across the canal, yeah. man. Yeah. Cross Canal, yes. Lower yeah. Ninth Ward? Yes. Cro- no, <laughs> Cross Canal. <laughs> Cross the Canal, man. CTC. Ain't nothing special. I don't know. They, I don't know nothing about no Upper Ninth Ward. They started saying that after okay. Katrina, right? Oh, okay. Well, you, you, yeah. You ever heard Upper Ninth Ward before that? No, it was a Lower Ninth Ward, Cross Canal. But it was, and I didn't see it to be horrible. It just was like, you know, our life was just people. Handle their business on their own. But the part they don't say about across the canal is how many people own their homes that own homes down there. Like everybody damn across the canal owned their home, Mm -hmm. you know. But where you where your next stop at for your summit? Uh, right now the one that's planned will be at Booker T. Washington, and it'll be three schools and one summit. In the three, you heard me? She going in the three, the heart of the three. We were trying to do something big. Um. You know, we wanted something really big, like, you know, all yeah. the schools, but like UNO. to start off, well, UNO is quite pricey. But, but I mean, if you talk to somebody, I mean, uh, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, we can talk to somebody, but to start, we wanted to... Um, you was with the person you needed to talk to yesterday when I saw them pictures. My dog, oh. Mr. Thomas. So, what we're trying to do... We, I, I really wanted to do it that big and just do all the schools one big, big, big ass. Like summit. a teen summit, like but, a- right. But the issue is, some of the partners have hesitation because of violence against different schools. They still do that. I didn't know, but apparently so. That shit crazy. I thought that ended yeah, at the Katrina. Apparently so. There's still issues amongst different schools with violence. So we don't want this to be a bad thing. So right. it's all small and allow it yeah. to grow. So first we're doing single schools and then, you know, now we're going to putting three of them together. So we're going to try that out first. It's um, Nichols, Booker T, and Kennedy. Not Nichols, oh, it's Kip. We don't use Francis T around here. 
Well, Douglas. That, it's Douglas. Yeah, Kip is the network. Yeah. yeah. So it's Kip. The f- next one is oh, October 11th. 11. So I would like to see y'all there. If we're invited. <laughs> First of all, he's been invited a long time ago, and I told him then to have Just like I was invited back to the radio show. Huh? Uh, eight in the morning. Eight thirty, something like that. No, you don't. I take care. You don't worry about this. Yeah, it's eight thirty on October eleventh. I'm volunteering. I appreciate that. So you don't get paid. We need you. So do you? Do you foot that bill? Do y'all foot that bill yourself? Or so far, it... we have whatever we've done so far. If any costs have been involved, yes, it has come out of my pocket. So, so right now we are doing fundraising. Yeah, yeah, and asking for sponsors, definitely. <laughs> like GNO Inc. and all them kind of folks. They should be yeah, all as a, all kinds. Of it seems like to me the people who really doing something, they don't get no money. Right. So, so yeah. So how I can how can people us to send out um. And um, so, if it's regular people, just... yeah, we're taking that too. We have sponsorship packages starting at like $200, something like that. So, the average person could help us out if they so want. So, how to. can they get in or touch with Kanitra? If you have a business, call me. Call me. Yeah. 504 939 4625. 504 939 4625. Call me. And do you have any social... at ATT.net if you want to email me. But yes, we want do all you have the. Do you have any money. social media handles or anything? Um, yeah, we actually have the summit page right now on Instagram. What is it? The summit. The summit? Yes. The can, summit. Can you spell it for the, some, the, the slow people? Huh? T H E. S U M M I D Nola N O L A I D I T. I thought you said I D. I'm about to say what's wrong with you? <laughs> I T. So yeah, um, yeah. So even small businesses that have something that you know, like like you say, if it's a print place, we have you know flyers that we need printed. We have um, agendas that we need printed. You know, so we need photographers that, you know, because we want professional photographer, videographers, anybody who could come no and video it. Well, I'm you know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, yeah, there are moving parts. And then we definitely want to get to that status where we can run out UNO or whatever so we can have, you know, 10 or 12 schools at one time. Is it the same um, panel from last time or did you switch it up? Or um, No. It probably, I mean, it'll be different panel. Every time we go somewhere, it's different panelists. But definitely still, um, you know, we want someone, people from community as well as professionals in the areas of the topics that we're discussing, sex, drugs, violence, mental health, social media, you know, so that's why we had social media influencer. That's why we had NOPD to talk about crime, um, you know, uh, counselors to talk about mental health, you know, and stuff like that. And with the sex, we had the, uh, what was she? A, not a sexologist, but some kind of yeah, professional in yeah. sex and education and stuff like that. So. How is it set up? So it comes on and says, I'm Yeah, kind of. we kind of do an introduction. And, you know, the panelists are sitting up front and we do an introduction. Um, we kind, we most of the time we get questions from the student body ahead of time, mm. which will probably consist of the the uh, student council, you know, to get. But we tell them the the we tell them the topics, but they give us the questions. Then we display the questions on screen. So and we give the panelists the questions ahead of time, so they'll kind of know, you know, what they need to know as far as answering the questions. And then some things we actually turn back to the students, like. What are your views? What do you think we should do about crime? What do you think are, you know, the issues going on? So sometimes we'll flip it on them so we can get their opinion because we do want their opinion on things. I ain't going to not be it was cool. I, 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 I was just say it was cool. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was it was nice, like for real. A performance? We did not have a performer for the first one. We tried. But that comes he got at stuck. a cost. And he got stuck or something. Yeah, he was stuck in uh, Dallas. Who was it? It was Subtweet Sean. I don't know that. Yeah, he's a um, local rapper. Um, real popular with the kids. He sent a video message and mm-hmm. they went crazy when they saw him on the screen. So we definitely, we've reached out to him for this one and a couple of others. Um, so, you know, like I say, it comes with the cost most of the time, performance. 
We really would like somebody who would love to donate their time or performance, but, you know, that's just not reality. And I understand people have to get paid for their services. Yeah, so but I, I mean, that. you can, you can, I'm sure you could get a tax write off or something for coming yeah, in. Yeah, for call. sure. For sure. Y'all need me to call Wayne? Yeah. I'm going to call Wayne for y'all. <laughs> call Wayne for him. Mm. For real. Oh, we could get Izzy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who hot with the kids. Like they on their own thing, on their own. Yeah, it's their own little weed. That's why I was even like, you know, we enjoy. Like we had partners, you know, your boy, and I'm like, I don't think they want to see. Yeah, they they didn't want to see them perform, but but they still related to his message, and they would like they loved Mario being there too. I thought that he wasn't, but he's with he's with the young kids. (laughs) He's definitely relevant with the young kids, so. Yeah, so we need people that. So and he also had a good story. You know he did. Okay. Did he not? Yeah. Lovely, fantastic, wonderful. He was relatable. The prison, the mom in prison, like that's these kids' reality. Yeah, that is. That is. It's not most of them. No, it's not most of them, but there's somebody. Forty percent of them. Yeah, and if we can reach one, like I keep saying, I don't care. If you, you know, reach one, you did you, you did your job. Right. You did the job. Right. And just to, to backtrack, if anybody wants to donate, you can contact Kenitra Watson at 504-939-4625. Or you can reach out to her on her social media handle, which is Instagram. It's The Summit. Yes, The Summit NOLA. The Summit NOLA. That's T-H-E, not D-A, but T-H-E, Summit NOLA. <laughs> Um, you got anything else for him? Yeah, I'm proud of you. I, I I think the summit's important, Thank and it you. and you know, big. We don't have a lot of big events, right. but this is important. You know, it's intimate. People not, yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like I'm about to really make a yeah. phone call. I'm I'm, I'm about to I call. Appreciate Oliver. It. And yeah. I did, y'all do know. So I have Boys and Girls Club Junior Achievement. Well, we didn't and know that. City Year. Yeah, they partnered with us. Okay. So. Yeah, they're on board. We're all a team. Yeah, this is this is this yeah. is gonna be dope. It's gonna right. be nice. It's gonna be nice. So we need to raise these funds so we could do more. What, what's the goal? What's the funds? Um, this time, I mean, we don't need that much about twenty five thousand, maybe. Is it? Yeah, but if we could do more, if we could get yeah. more, then we That's can awesome. have more events. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so whoever you could pass the word on to, I'd appreciate it. Um, we look like I say, we're looking for sponsors and um so that we can pay artists or whomever, you know what I'm saying? And get the things that we need, like giveaways for the children, you know, even if we could give away a little scholarship in the end. Like we just right. wanna do stuff, you know. Yeah, what I mean? like Walmart and everything yeah. helps. Right. So we we on a we on a road, we on the right path. We appreciate you, Kanitra. We really do. And that's that's from the bottom of my heart. I've been knowing you a long time. <laughs> and I'm I'm honestly, seriously though, I play a lot, but I'm proud of you because Thank you. A lot of people wouldn't take the time to do that in. Right. I know you care. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I've been um searching for my thing. I knew I wanted to do something community wise and couldn't figure out what it was and it feels good to find it and figure it out. You it found really your does. niche. You yeah. Found if it, it, it's a great thing to, to figure it out. But I just want to do as much as I can while I'm here, you know? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Use your time wisely. I'm going to have to give a, the president over here and kick up a little donation if he wants to in, a, <laughs> in, in the name of the Box Studios. We're going to buy the tip. I like it. I'm good with that. We gotta see a list of like a list of stuff that people can donate. Cause yes. I know black folks will give you something before they give you that money, right? Right. Yeah. You know, so it's gonna it's gonna all make it happen. I'm gonna yeah. ask, yeah, I'm gonna but, ask my yeah. second job too. Okay. I appreciate that. And yeah. we about to get out here for President B over there. Um for Miss Watson. Yeah. Thank you for having summit. me. It's always a pleasure. And you always invited over here to the box studios and you come film a podcast. And, you know. <laughs> and for me, myself, we signing out and how we end it every time. <laughs> New Orleans. Stop the violence. Get your chaps. Please, get your chaps. Please.
In the famous words of Papa Smurf, love is the answer. Who cares what the question is? We gonna film the podcast. Uh huh. Yeah. Look. Feel me now. Gonna feel me now. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Don't stop.